There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a CC Radio podcast. Great Mace is going live in three, two, one. Believe it or not, I'm recording a podcast. I'm here with my friend Troy. Yeah, that's me. And that was him. Also <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> what a shit intro song. Uh, we're going to use it. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> One of these ones again, eh? Should we use it? Fantastic. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Too late. Too late. It's being used. We used it. Hey, mates. Welcome to Great Mates, the only podcast that will uh, give you a bonus intro, even though you didn't even ask for it. Neither did I. Yeah. No, no one did, but it just happens every week. That's right. That's right. It was, uh, I don't know if I'll include it or not. So if you heard a beautiful singing voice, it was me and not it, Fergie, <laughs> cross with Jesus. If you, if you heard a beautiful singing voice, uh, you are listening to Spotify. You're listening to Beyonce on Spotify <laughs> and you're not listening to this podcast at all. I am in here in my black leotard dancing to all the single ladies. Yeah. Pulling chainsaws. Pulling chainsaws. That's all I think of when I see that dance. Oh. <laughs> or she's yeah, trying to start a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the lawnmower dance. Yeah. That's where the lawnmower dance, the old man lawnmower dance started from. Oh, from right. single ladies, Beyonce. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I believe it's all, that. It also looks like the shopping cart. It's all from the same all from the same move. I wonder where Drake got his moves from. Uh, Dustin, Dustin off his shoes. Yeah, maybe. Because like, those two film clips have to have the shittest dance moves. Hotline Bling <laughs> and all the single ladies. Uh, yeah, look, they're not great. I'm not going to sit here and, and say to you that uh, Superstar Beyonce and Superstar Drake have uh, excellent dance moves in both of those film clips. I'm not going to do it. Because it's impossible. <laughs> because it's impossible. Because it's not true. <laughs> Drake's move especially, but like we got memes out of it and that's all that really matters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's those memes are still alive today as well. They are alive today. Which is amazing. Like that's a that's a good lifespan out of a meme. Yeah, oh yeah, that Drake sort of like uh yes no meme. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll live, it'll live on forever. I just one day one day I just want to meet I don't want to meet Drake. Never in my life do I want to meet Drake. Don't care. But I want to meet the guy who created that meme. Ooh. You know, who put those screenshots together. Yeah. And thought, this is going to be a good-ass meme. You know what? I and- wonder how those people feel when they make a meme and it goes international. And you never hear about who they are. They're the unsung heroes of the internet. They really are. They really are. You know, like, there was going viral on uh, YouTube and Vine and things like that. But yeah. you never hear, like, the news- you know how uh, ESPN have the, the 30 for 30? <laughs> yeah. We need a 30 for 30, but for the memes. But but for the meme creators. Yeah. Yeah. The unsung uh, heroes of the internet. <laughs> I would be interested to know. It's probably just some algorithm that just picks random pictures and puts them together and 
It's like a meme generator. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's, it's not just even Google doing it. It's Skynet. Ooh. This is how Skynet becomes sentient. It starts with memes and then it ends up with Terminators. You know what it you know what it's doing? It's creating memes and everyone that's a banger, it learns more about the human race. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it learns our weaknesses through humor. It does. Uh anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> memes memes are great. Memes are great. You know who is a living meme? Who's a living meme? Uh your number one buddy in the whole world, Troy, your number one movie star, the person who you would put on a pedestal above anyone else, Nicolas Cage. Oh, I was going to say Ben Affleck. Mm. But <laughs> Nicolas Cage is a close second. If I had the choice between Ben Affleck and Nicolas Cage, I'm taking yeah. Nicolas Cage every day. Oh, well, you would take Nicolas Cage. You, you're going to get a lot more value with a Nicolas Cage than you are with a Ben Affleck. You would. You would. Ben Affleck, you've just got a straight out, good looking dude who's that just got depression. Yeah, he's either you know he's either he's either happy, angry, or depressed, but he's never like manic like Nicolas Cage. He's never like crazy. You never get that. You're never going to get that that wide eyed. Goddamn, the some of the looks that he pulled in Face Off alone, just when he was trying to like <laughs> figure out who he was. Whether it was Sean Archer or Castor Troy, just some of those looks. I are love that meme movie. Gold. Oh, so good! Imagine if memes were around back then. Oh, it'd be crazy. I'm actually going to use for the for the uh, for the picture for this episode on the website will be one of those screen grabs. Oh, lovely! Because they're just so amazing. Do you have like a favorite Nicholas Nicholas Cage movie? I was going to say a Nicholas movie, like it's that his own genre now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh man. Well you gotta think about like this guy's been around since the what early eighties this guy's been making movies for. Yeah. And there's been quite a bit of quality in there, but there's also been <laughs> quite a lot of shit. Uh and it all coincides with the time where he kind of became broke as to where the shit started churning out. But even amongst that shit, there are like nuggets of gold. When he, you like really sift through it, I wonder what the ratio is for a Nick Cage good movie and a Nick Cage bad movie. Well, at this point now, I was like, I was doing a, a tiny little bit of research, not too much, but I was doing a little bit of research. And the guy has released since 2015, he's released like, oh God, I think it's like 30 something movies. What? In the last four years. That's not including what's due to be released. In 2020 and 2021, I, I I think, and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he's got something like 21 movies scheduled for 2020, 2021. He is legitimately busier than The Rock. It is nuts. Like, the only difference is The Rock will put out shit that goes to the cinema. Uh, Nick Cage will put out shit that goes straight to streaming. Well, that's true. But you know what? A lot of people are doing that these days. It could be the new normal, Troy. It could be the new normal. Just He's a trendsetter. Out shit movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new normal. So, do you do you have any like favorites of uh, of his collection? Do you own oh. anything? Do I own anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I own I own a few. Wow. Um, that kind of that peak uh, mid nineties range of um, Nicolas Cage, where it was, you know, he kind of did the rock. 
and Face Off and Con Air all in the space of like five years. And yeah. they, they tend to be the three when people talk about, you know, what's the best Nicolas Cage movie or whatever. Those three seem to be the three that always tend to pop up. It's oh, The Rock, definitely. Face Off, Con Air. It's, 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 it's the holy trinity for, for Nicolas Cage movies, really, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. But and it, it was a like the, the whole 90s period was probably like peak, peak Nicolas Cage. But when you think about it, it kind of ran from 90s right through to the mid 2000s because he was mid to late 2000s because he was still doing um, like he did the second Ghost Rider in 2011. Yeah. And Kick Ass came out in 2010. Um, there was National Treasure 2, uh, which also came out, um, you know, 2007. So, again, whole bunch of shit movies in there as well. But he was still turning out. Like, I think National Treasure pulled in like half a billion dollars at the box office. Yeah, National Treasure is like, that's a big franchise, man. It's a National Treasure. It is. It like, really it, is. They had to change the name. It was, it was just called Treasure Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Treasure Man. But they changed it to National Treasure because the movie became a National Treasure. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, Nicolas Cage, he has a lot of these, like, these films that just go under the radar that, I genuinely enjoy because yeah. have you ever seen the movie Knowing? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, man. Don't tell me that's good. It looks shit. No, it's actually not that bad. It has like some of the most powerful scenes I've ever seen in a fucking movie in my life. What do you mean? Like he knows that a plane is about to crash and it would be honestly one of the best on screen kind of fantastical events that I've seen in a movie. And it's in wow. that fucking movie. In knowing. In knowing, yeah. Well, I did skip it because I thought it was just one of these like straight to, well, 2009. It wouldn't have been straight to VOD, but, you know, not straight to DVD <laughs> still maybe in 2009. Yeah, no, it, it is genuinely interesting because it's kind of like his kids are knowing the, the end of the world's going to happen. Right. And it has like aliens and all that type of bullshit in it. Oh, here we go. But. It is. It's pretty cool. I, I would recommend checking it out. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. Um, Kickass is another one that's um, not really a Nicolas Cage movie. I don't but know. Nic- He's a pretty big role in it. Well, that's what I was going to say. If Nicolas Cage wasn't in that movie, wouldn't have been as good. No, not at all. If he wasn't Big Daddy, no way that movie would have been as good. No way. Because like the thing is, he plays such an integral role to uh, for his daughter to become who she is. You know who they wanted originally for that part? Who? But couldn't get? A young man by the name of Bradley Pitt. Really? Would have been shithouse. Wow. Would have been shit. Imagine Brad Pitt in that role. I don't know. Brad Pitt can do fucking weird characters like that pretty well. No, fuck off. Fuck on. Like, have you seen- off. Fuck on. Have you seen For Your Consideration Only? Uh, No. I don't even know what that is. Okay. It's kind of like he plays this like secret agent type of thing, but he's just a guy who works at a fucking gym. Oh, no, that's got another name. Burn After Reading. Oh, I think it might have two names then. Yeah, it could have a, it could have a name in, um, uh, you know how like some movies have like different names in the States and shit. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason, they change the name, like either we or they can't understand what the title means. Yeah, correct. But it was definitely Burn After Reading. So, yeah, okay. Haven't seen that. Okay. I've heard it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Go see all these shit movies that I seem to like that are probably (laughs) fucking genuinely terrible. And and another one that is like a really under the radar movie, I think, for for Nick Cage is Lord of War. Oh, true. Yes. Have you seen that? 
I have seen that. That is, that is pretty good brilliant. Movie. Yeah. A little bit more serious. But a little I bit think more he serious. Does serious good. He does serious good. He does crazy better. But well, he does serious. <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> that, yeah, well, that's his normal. Crazy is his normal. Did you see uh did you see Mandy from last year? No, I didn't. I heard it was fucking terrible. Terrible? Yeah. Who told you it was terrible? Uh the world. Oh, well, you can tell the world to eat a fucking dick because Mandy is terrific. It's 2018, apparently, but I didn't get to see it till 2019 because for some reason it took forever to get to streaming. Really? And I didn't want to, like, you know, illegally download because I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Um, But, yeah, so I didn't get to see it till 2019, but it was fucking great. It's weird. It was a fucking flop. It had a $6 million budget and it only pulled in 1.4. Well, you know what else is a flop? You. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Look, that's-, that's- I was going to <laughs> try to twist it into a dick joke, but I just I couldn't get there. You, you, Other than- You could have just said your dick. Well, hey, that's better. Yeah. What else is a flop? Your dick. Yeah. Edit the rest out. We'll keep that. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Actually, but- look at that. It's got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. See? Yeah, that's not bad. You maybe, don't know. Maybe it was from audiences that I heard that because it's got a 6.6 on IMDb. Well, you know um, that IMDb is shit, yeah. right? And my, most of those things are shit anyway. And you should probably just like check it out for yourself. But I really liked Mandy Man because it was just – it's like this really weird kind of mix of like sci-fi horror – but it's made in 2018, but they made it look like it was made in 1988. Fuck or yeah. Or 83, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just everything. And Nicolas Cage gets a couple of moments where he's peak, peak Nicolas Cage. Oh, man, I see uh, some screenshots of it. It's like crazy full-on eyes open to the – like his head's peeling back. He's got that – his eyes open that far. No one does. No one does eyes open, head almost peeled back better than Nick Cage. Honestly, oh, it's the best. It's the best. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, uh, hey, gone in 60 seconds. That was a thing for a while. That was a thing for a while. Uh, that was Angelina Jolie's like big breakout movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. She might have done some stuff before that. But yeah. That was her big sort of her first like real you know, big, big budge and car then, heist. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that movie. That was so good. And just like, I'm, I'm doing the fingers where he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go. I know exactly what you're doing. Uh, name, name, uh, name a hand movement more fucking rememberable than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, he stutters on it too. He's like, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a fucking amazing dude, really, isn't he? Oh, he is. I want that to be connected to the Fast and Furious world. It should be. Could be. When did the first Fast and Furious movie come out? No, what was that? That question. was like 90. DVD players were still around. Had to be early. <laughs> so it was like 86. 
2001. Oh, that could be so a prequel. This, this is a prequel. Gone in 60 seconds is a prequel to, to Fast and Furious. Nick Cage's character in Gone in 60 Seconds, which was uh, what? I can't remember his name. No one remembers his name. No, nah, didn't even uh, have a name. It didn't have a name in that one. But um, yeah, his character in that uh, is uh, the guy who we're going to say raises, raises Dom from yeah. a little curly haired baby, yeah, baby yeah. boy and brings him up to the bald headed badass DVD steel and machine that he is. And, and Angelina Jolie is originally Mom. is no, no, no. This is where it comes full circle. Uh, she's been recasted as uh, Charlize Theron. Ah, okay. Yeah, because they both Interesting. have, you know, that same similar look and shit hair. <laughs> similar look and shit hair. They <laughs> they do definitely both have shit hair in those movies. They fucking do. Angelina Jolie with what looks like dreads from memory. Yeah, it's uh, it is, I think it's like some sort of like um, blondie, blondie gross dreads. Oh man, I'm feeling sick just looking at it. She had like rat rat hair. Her hair was just, it was nonstop just rat tails oh. instead of, like, instead <laughs> of brains <laughs> or dreadlocks. It was all rats, rats tails. Yeah, that's it. And she lived like in the Western suburbs of Sydney. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She just rolled around in an Adidas tracksuit the entire time. <laughs> in a VL Commodore. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Memphis Reigns. That was his name. Memphis. Why? Because it's fucking Nick Cage. Of course, it's going to be something Southern like that. Of course it is. Of course it is. Now, what about the beauty that is Con Air? Oh, Con Hair. Con Hair. Uh, Con Air. You, you know what? This is going to be a little bit controversial here right now. Oh. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I don't rate Con Air that high. Wow. Yeah. You know what I don't rate about Conair, and this could just be my memory failing me. Yeah, is that I'm pretty sure at the end of that movie he's like released as a free man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember why. Well, wasn't he already getting released? And but the he for him to be released, he had to be on that plane because they had to transport him to wherever. Oh, maybe, maybe. But then, but then while it was happening, they thought he was part of the whole thing and they're like, "Ooh, damn you, Nick Cage's character in Conair, whatever your name is." Um and then they thought he was like a big part of it, but then in the end they realized he was the good guy on the plane uh cuz he had that hair pretty much. Yeah. Cameron and- Poe. That that was the character's name. That was the character's name. Cameron Poe, you're free to go. That's hey. why, that's, like, that's why they let him go. That's like, why it, it just rhymed. rhymed so well. Yeah, there's a movie by Nick Cage that is so fucking bad that I have never ever made my way through it the because I keep falling asleep. The Wicker Man? No, the Family the Wicker Man's Man. bad. <laughs> yeah, but what about the bees? <laughs> well, what's your movie? Uh, the Family Man. Oh, you know, when I was I was discussing this with my partner, we were talking about like best Nicolas Cage movies and stuff because she's like a big fan of a few of them. But um, she turned around and said The Family Man's like a really good Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I've never made it through. I've tried. <laughs> I, honestly, I reckon I've tried half a dozen times to yeah. watch it and I fall asleep watching it every time. Um, I have definitely seen it. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that at some point I've watched that movie, but that's about all I can tell you. 
Right. I know it's got uh, Taya Leone in it as well. Oh, right. There you go. Well, look, let's let's finish our Nick Cage uh, joke off with Face Off. Oh, I'm going to tell you, well, we can't finish it with Face Off because uh, we've got to reveal our favorite movies. But um, And we haven't even spoken about Ghost Rider yet. Well, look, he, <laughs> he pees fire. I don't need to go on about anything else. That's Come on, my man. favorite. That's That's brilliant. Uh, somebody, I remember reading someone, somebody in the listener community, I think it might've been a young gentleman by the name of Chris said that Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, the second Ghost Rider, actually pretty good movie. I don't mind it. It has a very fucking cool scene where there's this like digger that he turns into a Ghost Rider. Yeah. That's about it. And that's, that's all that matters. That That's the, <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> it's probably one. fire in that one. Yeah, he pees the fire in that one, and then he turns this, like, big uh, mining machine into a ghost riding machine, and it is fucking badass. You know what? I don't think I've seen Ghost Rider in some time, because all of my memories seem to be coming from Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I, honestly, I can't even remember what happens in Ghost Rider 1. I think he becomes the Ghost Rider at some point. And then just finishes. He's got that shit hair. He's got that fully shit hair, which, like Dead said, <laughs> looks like it's like a wig on a wig. And he's like a stunt rider. And then he becomes uh, the ghost rider. And uh, Eva Mendez is in it. That's all I remember. Wow. Really, really, like, sticks with you, that plot and that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Face Off, because I actually watched Face Off this week. Because I knew this was going to be one of everyone's top picks for best Nicolas Cage movie. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to 1997. I'm going to go back to, to young Troy. Young, impressionable young Troy who absolutely loved the shit out of this movie. Loved the shit out of John Woo movies. So I went back and watched it. Uh, weird. Weird ass <laughs> premise. Yeah. Look, back then it was like groundbreaking for like- <laughs> yeah. Full of storytelling of, oh, take your face and put it on someone else. And it yep. doesn't matter that you're like everything else is completely different about you. Your wife won't know. Yeah. Your friends won't know. Your work won't know. Well, they try to they try to play it off like, oh, y- your height is basically the same. And uh, your, your body type is basically the same. And it's like, you know, and they talk about getting rid of like um, John Travolta's love handles and stuff like that. But. It's just so fucking bizarre because you would have to change everything. Yeah. Like, he's married to that woman, right? If they don't change Sean Archer and Castor Troy's dicks. Exactly. She's, she's going to know. You got to uh, think that. They've been married for quite some time. She's going to know Sean Archer's dick. You would think so. So they got to change and, everything. And you know what's even weird about that is they, like, make a very, very like a noticeable point of an extremely heavy sex scene in that movie to go, this guy fucked the wife yeah. of this other guy. And it's like, and she was like, whoa, that was amazing or something like that. But uh, that like, doesn't happen, but nah, totally but, does. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I, you I'll blew have my back she's out, having. Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I see what you're saying though, but it's like, he comes like when, when, Castor Troy disguised as uh, when Nicolas Cage disguised as John Travolta comes back home, he is a fucking completely different human. Yes. He left work like the day before being John Travolta and came back as Nicolas Cage 
as Castor Troy, and she's just like, oh, he seems happy. Yeah. What about what about the line where he's like, I'm I'm sure this is out of this movie, but the president calls him, and yes. his wife is on the line as well, and he's like, tell the president I'll call him back. That is <laughs> it's the exact line. <laughs> like, fuck off, mate. It's pretty amazing. Like, it's still... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's a great movie. It still holds up. Some of it is just insane bullshit. But um, it's it's still such a fun movie. If you can get past the premise of not only doing the face swap once, but then doing the swap back. Oh. And like, I'm, I'm assuming they've like pumped the fat back into John Travolta's <laughs> love handles. Like, you know, just to get him back to exactly the same way that he was. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it is it is what it is. Well, that's right. That's right. Uh, but, yeah. Look, I, I actually have one movie that I like better um, than, than Face Off. Oh, okay. And what's that? It's 1996's The Rock. Uh, good choice. Very God. good choice. Um, pretty much a, like a, un, a flawless movie. Oh, pretty fucking close. Uh, and considering it's directed by uh, the Transformer himself, Michael Bay, it is easily Michael Bay's best movie. It I is need to go easily Nicolas Cage's best movie. It's been but- so long since I've seen The Rock. I need to go back because, you know, I love, I love the rumor that it's got that Sean Connery is actually James Bond in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that internet theory pre-internet. <laughs> what would what, you read it on a message board down at the fucking shops or something? No, it was, <laughs> yeah. I had to tear off one of those pieces of paper and call someone on a landline. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are those ones that, uh, what are those ones that they sent out? National Geographics. Yeah, that's it. Where you could subscribe <laughs> to magazines. <laughs> uh, anyway, The Hidden History of the Rock. <laughs> it was in that. Fucking this, honestly, I watched this movie this week as well. I'm like, I wanted to try to get to the Holy Trinity. I wanted to try to get to Face Off, Con Air, and The Rock. I only got to Con Air and The Rock. Uh, sorry, Face Off and The Rock, unfortunately. They're the best choices. But they're the best choices. But The Rock is fucking legitimately a top movie. Now, there's some controversy as to whether you can actually classify it, same with Face Off, as a Nicolas Cage movie because it's shared. shared of course you fucking can. But of course you fucking can. He's the main actor. He's on the cover. Yeah. Of both. You can't it have counts. it. If, if, you, if you put anyone else in either of those roles, right, as either Stanley Goodspeed or Castor Troy, it wouldn't have been the same and we still wouldn't be talking about him 20 years later. Yeah, that's right. So anyway. Deal with Best it. Nicolas Cage movie for me, The Rock. What do you got? What do you pick? Oh, it's face off for me. Just for, for it's like it's prime Nick Cage and it's prime Nick Cage crazy too. Oh, he gets in there. Yeah, so I, it ticks all the box for a good Nick Cage movie for me. But you know what's so good about it is that even when he's the bad guy, and when he's the good guy, it doesn't matter. He still goes fucking nuts. Yeah. He- <laughs> Even as the good guy, he just switches the nuts to like trying to come to terms with the fact that he's John Travolta trapped in in Nicolas Cage's body. Yeah. And in doing so, he just pulls off some of the most fucking wild shit that if someone was doing that in front of you, you'd be like, this person is fucking mentally ill. 
Oh, absolutely. And you've got to remember, there's hundreds of people on those movie sets. And this yep. guy's just at home living it up, living <laughs> yeah. his best life. Absolutely. Oh, good times. Nicolas Cage is an absolute fucking legend and an Academy Award winner. So, hey, that's probably his best performance, right? But whatever. That doesn't count. <laughs> Deal with it. It is what it is. Awards don't mean shit. Unless no, they're mean. the Great Mate's Greatest Mate on Film Award, which Ooh, goes like to Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's he, that's a lifetime membership right there. <laughs> a lifetime achievement. <laughs> he's got himself a matey. <laughs> oh, I like mate, that. Yeah. His matey up on the, uh, up on the shelf there. Next that's to good. His fucking that's- Oscar, whatever. Yeah, deal with it. Ours is better. Anyway, let us know what you think is uh, Nicolas Cage's best movie. Nicolas Cage's. Yeah. Yeah. His best movie. His best movie. Like, just what one. Just doesn't, the one. Doesn't I have can to already be tell like- you that because uh, I put a poll out in the listener community and pretty much everyone agrees that it's face-off. It's pretty good. And I think they're wrong. A lot of people voted for Con Air as well, and I can't abide by that. So It's I not a shit it- movie, don't get me wrong. It's I just, just don't not, rate it's it not as, as good as everyone says. No, get out yeah. of here. Anyway, hit us up in the socials. Those links are in the show notes, and we'll be back next week. I'm Cade. And I'm Troy. And this has been Great Mates. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.